Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl. There's a saying by Ram Das that I keep going through my mind today where he said something like, this isn't a quote, but something like, if you think you're enlightened, go home and visit your family. I'm just having one of these these moments <laughs> where today something I come up with my extended family. I mean, I really consider myself and my children my family, but I also have like two sisters and mom and um and then my nieces and nephews and great niece and great nephews. And so there my sister is in town. She doesn't live here and so she is close by and I had a dialogue with her today that completely set me back. And it's like I think that I that I have like um most of the time I I really mean this. I'm pretty happy. I I'm pretty happy most of the time, but then sometimes you know in certain certain situations I I get triggered. There's no other there is no other word for me to use for it, but so today I am triggered. And I I I wonder I wonder to myself, will there ever come a time where I won't be? Where I will not be triggered by anything that ever happened in my external world. <laughs> but you know, on the positive side, I guess what it brings up is things that I don't want to think about, and it brings them to the foref forefront for me to think about them. I I don't really talk about my past very much, about my childhood. I prefer not to, and I prefer not to think about it very much. I don't live there. But what I have found is is that our a lot of our core beliefs came to us in infancy and early childhood before 7 years old. I think a lot of our core beliefs were formed in the first year of our life. What we learn in the first year of our life is whether our caretakers are going to be sensitive to our needs or not. And the truth is we would not survive. We would die without caretakers. I'm not entirely sure when we wouldn't, but for dang sure, the first year of our life, we would die if we did not have caretakers uh, because somebody has to feed us. Somebody has to take care of us. And so, and part of taking care of us is bonding with us. And so, I go through this life with these core beliefs that I am attempting to change. <laughs> but today, an old pattern came up in my family. 
So it was basically about something, and so I don't know. I guess maybe I will just be very honest with the conversation and how it went down. So my family members, especially my one sister and her family, have been very critical of my mother being Catholic. And my sisters are both, to one degree or another, fundamentalist Christians, and they believe in a literal interpretation of of the Bible. And they go to, like, that type of church. I have had very, very bad experiences with their type of church. And so I I actually would rather go to the Catholic church than one of their churches because I learned that if I do not believe in the tenets of their version of the Bible, that I'm not part of their church. And in fact, I become somebody that they have to convert. I'm not convertible. You cannot convert me. (laughs) So I will stop engaging about this topic with a person who is trying to convert me. But anyway, so this, this, this lingers on where there is this, it's seemingly this need to convert my mother. And so this is what came up that um, my mother was once again invited to a Bible study, and my mother doesn't even need to go to Bible studies. My mother could be teaching the Bible study. My mother is incredibly intelligent. And not only that, she probably should have a Ph.D. in divinity or at least theology in the Catholic Church because she attended um, the Kino Institute in Paradise Valley, Arizona, for many years. It's Kino, I think, Kino Institute. Anyway, I'm getting into depth, but basically, what I'm trying to say is, is that my mother, and I think that she does this for social reasons, and she likes the people, and you know, and so okay. But I, I, I had to do my thing today and mention that I. Because every so often my mother tells me that she was at this Bible study and they started talking badly about the Catholic Church again because my mother is a Catholic. She's always going to be a Catholic. She's not going to convert. She may come to your Bible study for social reasons, but she's not going to convert to that form of Christianity. And so I had made the comment that she also, my mother also tells me, you know, I'm never going to another one of these Bible studies again, you know, because they did that thing again where they, where they, you know, said that Catholics are not Christian. So, but then my mother is yet again going to another Bible study. And I had mentioned that I, I, I don't know why she does that. Like, I don't know why she goes back to these Bible studies that periodically invalidate her form of Christianity as being a Catholic. And then my sister said, you know, well, it's not the Christian church. It's, it's their church. 
And then I wrote, I wrote, I have never been to a Christian church who did not have the expectation that I was going to believe in the tenets of their church or their form of Christianity. I didn't word it that way. I can't remember verbatim exactly how I wrote it. But, um, and then at this point, she said, she wrote K, like, okay. And then I love you and see you later. <laughs> now, now you would kind of think like, what, what difference? Like she, she really didn't do anything, but I sort of understood. Like, I don't want to engage with you about this. I don't want to engage with you. I don't want to, like she, she diverted from the original topic, which was, which was me stating about that church to not all churches are like that. And this is a tactic that I've noticed that Christian churches use. My church isn't like that. I know her church is like that, but my church would never do that. And they do indeed do that. They do do that. Um, and I can tell that they do that based by things that my sister actually says. But what it spoke to me was it invalidated my experience. Um, because she was saying, I don't want to engage with you on this. I'm not going to engage with you. I'm not going to validate your experience. And... And this like really set me back. So I'm sitting there and I'm having all of these flood of history with my sister about the fact that throughout my lifetime, she has never been able to actually validate my experience. And then you would say, or I would say, I think, okay, so why do I care? And you know what? In some ways I don't. In some ways I, I, it doesn't really matter whether she validates it or she doesn't validate it. But by this point, I'm already triggered and I'm, and I'm reeled back into uh, a four-year-old, a seven-year-old, things that have happened throughout our life. I'm having all these snapshots going through my brain about all these different times in my life and um, all these instances. And I'm like having a really, really hard time and finding myself actually like kind of getting a little bit depressed. And, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, so I'm observing this and I'm not going to do what I've done in the past, which is kind of go unconscious and then, and then behave badly in certain circumstances because I'm actually really mad about something else. So I'm not going to do that passive aggressive stuff. I mean, I just, but I also want to do something different. And it's like, I don't really care to live in the past. It's not happening right now. It's, although, quite frankly, it is my, it is my understanding with this particular sister that 
that I did indeed have yet another incidence with her where I felt, I guess, just full stop, like not loved. Like, like it's like sometimes, you know, like people kind of do this thing where they were like, like I'm behaving to you in a way that you do not perceive as love. And then I'm going to tell you, I love you. And it feels so insincere. And I actually know that she doesn't mean it insincerely. But I, I actually take it insincerely because of the nature of our relationship over the years. And this sort of like goes to that we're, we're very, very different people. We, we have different communication styles. We have different life experiences. And, and so I go back to, is there ever going to come a time in my life where I'm not going to be triggered by this person? (laughs) Okay. So I also, okay. So last, last, um, August, I went to visit her another time. So I go to visit my mom. I mean, my, my sister, she had like rented this cabin for the weekend. Uh, it was, it was, uh, it was last summer. And so I, I had, it was right around my mom's birthday. So I was, I was getting with her and I was saying, well, do they have a mixer at, at the place? Because I didn't know if I could actually transport the cake for my mom. And she's like, and then I'm like, well, is there a store close by where I could buy, you know, whipped cream? And, and then she, and, and, and I'm, I had already baked the cake. So I had baked the cake the night before, but I was like concerned about the whipped cream at the, I mean, the frosting at this point. So my sister says, why don't you just buy a cake? That would be a lot easier. Now, these things seem incredibly benign, doesn't it? Like she's just thinking, you know, just buy a cake. And I'm sitting here thinking buying a cake is sacrilegious. Because part of how I love people is baking them a cake for their birthday. It's just something that I do. And so, and so in this instance, she completely... It, like my perception was that she that she invalidated you know my my wanting to love my mother by baking her a birthday cake <laughs> so and this happened again that time where i was i was very upset. She doesn't even know that I was upset because I didn't even confront her that time. I just remained very, very cool and I didn't say anything. But I remember thinking initially that I just did not want to even go. I didn't want to go because, but I did go. I forced myself to go. And as time goes on, like as time from the initial event goes on, I start to feel a little better and then I'm fine. Yeah, yeah, I can go to whatever this is. (laughs) You know, 
it's like as an adult, we we have the freedom to choose. We have the freedom of choice about who we're going to allow into our life. And it's not a matter of whether I love this person. She triggers me like crazy. She triggers me like crazy. And the weird part of it is, is that every single time I kind of forget about it. And then I'm reminded of it in the dialogue that I have with her when I'm with her. I think that I was able to get through Christmas this year because she had rented a cabin that time too. And I think I got through that without any of this, these feelings coming over me. Um, and, and I could actually say that it has little to nothing to do with her. <laughs> it has nothing, little to nothing to do with her. It, it has to do with me and, and a childhood and a past that I want to really forget and move on from. And so today I was, I was heavily triggered and I, and I had, I guess, an episode of what I would perceive to be post-traumatic stress where I was, uh, all these events were coming up. And I know they're not happening right now. <laughs> I guess I, I guess I grew up in a war zone. <laughs> I have post-traumatic stress from my childhood, but I'm telling you, it's the truth. I was a, an extremely sensitive, I've been extremely sensitive my whole life. And that's just another thing, you know, it's like, you need to toughen up. You need, you know, it's just basically, and maybe we are all told this, but I'm just speaking from my own experience. It was sort of like, just don't be you and everyone will be okay. And so it wasn't like, how do I meet you at your need? It was like, how do you meet me at mine generally? And, and so, and so I go about, I'm feeling much better right now, but I just, wanted to share this process because I, it's like, will there ever come a time where I am not being triggered by the people around me or the situations in my life that, that bring on these feelings? And so I totally agree with Ram Dass. If you feel you're enlightened, <laughs> go hang out with your family then you realize all the unhealed parts of our, of yourself, myself. Anyway, thanks for listening, and I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.